This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today on the program, as always, we want to hear from you. And that number to call is 877-MPB-RING. You have any uh, big home improvement plans coming up? You know, it's getting warmer, finally. If we can just, you know, get rid of some of the wet some of the rain, we can probably all get out there and do something. Are you wrestling with the thought of a DIY or calling a pro? You can give us a call and tell us what uh, what you think. Also, throughout the hour, we're going to give you some DIY tips that you might need on replacing windows at your home. Can you do it yourself? What tools are needed? Sure. Join the conversation this with, with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at MPB pbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning? Oh, great. Yeah. Wonderful. Glad to be here. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> I'm working right now. And Jeff has been uh, pushing the clock all morning long. So, anyway, uh, what are you guys working on right now? And with the weather, the weather, I, I don't even, anyway, it's supposed to be like 82 or something like that tomorrow? Yeah, yeah and, and 70% chance of rain. So, you know we've got soggy. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got one and one and a half days without rain, so it almost mm-hmm. gets dry, so we can go do something. Right. And then, uh oh, right. Because this is, this is the day you do the inside work. In the next well, yeah, days, but yeah. the inside eventually runs out. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know, you yeah. got to get out. I mean, there's so many things you cannot do outside in the rain. Right. I, I mean, it's just isn't that crazy. We still hadn't mastered that. No, we've been here a long time. We've been still here haven't figured out rain. That's right. Mm. That's right. We actually have a house wide open. It, you know, it makes you nervous when you do a tear off and this type of um, oh, rain. Oh no, the rain comes. Yes, but you know we have to take that chance. So, what are you working on, Dell? We got an um, old house up uh, forty nine. Need a lot of decking and mm-hmm. basically um, a roof system on it. She, she was getting a lot of mold and and it was just they had to move out. So we. Fixing the house where they can get back in. Excuse it. me, she was getting a lot of microbial growth. Yes, yes, the correct term. Microbial. I've learned this now. At least we've learned. We're, That's we're right. learning some things around here. All right. Uh, and by the way, you know what? Uh, we we do talk about DIY stuff here, but we do have you know a couple of. Uh, very much uh, specialties that you can ask about. One of them is uh, if you ever wanted to ask about permitting, if you can do something like that, sure, you can give us a call. Something you know, any of the procedural stuff, we got that too. So if you want to call us, it's eight seven seven MPB ring. And let's go ahead and start it off with Jim in Northeast Arkansas. What's going on, Jim? Uh not much. I uh, my wife is a pretty good fix it person, so am I. But uh, we just changed out. I think eighteen of those. 50 watt uh, hot light recess lights in the in the ceiling. Uh-huh. The new LED reef or retrofit deals. Yes, sir. But I, 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 it's not going to save a ton of money, but they look a whole lot better. Uh, but I've got a leaking chimney. Mm. Oh. But it's on, on a two story, and it's about 30, 20, 30 foot up. Okay. Um, uh, let me just ask some questions real quick. Uh, what's the chimney made of? Uh. Well, out, outside it's just you know the red brick. Okay, mm-hmm. right. It's, it's 
uh, it's what it's the way the chimney's set up is not where the the roof is sloping into it. Mm-hmm. It's right at the peak of the roof on mm-hmm. the very end of the house. Okay, okay. is it is so, it a wood burner? It, yes, it wood and gas, but uh, the flashing looks like it's bad. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess what just a four inch grinder and then grind grind that out and then reinsert that stuff and reflash it. Now. Jim, are you talking about doing that yourself? <laughs> well, I was going to do it myself. I'm, I'm not afraid of heights, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. You don't need that skill. But have you ever done it before? No, but I can t- I tell you what, I'm a master at YouTube. If it's on YouTube, I can follow it good. Man, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I like your style, Jim. Right, yeah. And I really do. You have do. a I mean, pretty uh, two-foot hey, I, ladder? I don't, I don't want to put anybody out of work or out of making No. Money, right. i got to say but hey, this is all about uh, do it yourself. That's and I'm, right. I'm, I'm glad we've got this caller, so let's walk through this. Well, um, the first thing I got to get a lift. It, yes, it's too high for ladder work. Okay, you you got a lift, and now is there is it copper flashing or or um, uh, some other material other than copper? I, I'm not sure what it is, but it's definitely a, a metal flashing. Okay. The house was built okay. in '76. So if that gives you any idea. Does it have any rust? It looks a little rusty. I know okay. some of the flashes. Okay. It's uh, galvanized. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. it's so it's not it's not copper. So remember this, and Dale, you chime in here too. Um, I would remove all of my old flashings. Uh, if I don't remove my old flashings, you cannot mix metals. Okay. okay. Meaning, I, I, I got another thing. The, the, I've noticed some homes, uh, especially with the brick, you'll see the step flashing. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've seen other folks go in and take a grinder and make a cut and insert it that way, which seems like a lot. There's less overlapping. I personally like step. Now, okay. you're, you're still going to grind the step in, too, now. Yeah, okay. It, it's got to be bent. I mean, this is, this is yeah, a it's job. A fabrication. Yeah, this is a job now. And All right. we, um, I'm not afraid of it. But hey, I, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Man, the thing, Listen to me. I ain't scared. The mistake right. that you made, <laughs> they'll get that little thin metal. Mm-hmm. And this is not the, uh, you don't want to put that roll metal on your house. You want to get some metal from a metal shop. Yeah, get fabricated get, let's, for what you're doing. Let's yeah. let's get the proper step flashing. I would do copper if it were me. Okay. Um, uh, cut your grooves in your brick. Bend your metal. Remove the shingles. Put your flashing in properly. Do not nail any nails through your flashing. Okay. And and um, it's got to be sealed good. Yeah. So now, now when that flashing when it when it goes into the brick, how far in do I go? Not uh, a quarter when, inch. When it when it a quarter inch. Mm-hmm. All right. And then when it folds down to follow down the side of that chimney, and then fold at the roof line. How you, far do I need to come in on the roof line, and do I nail it in at the roof? What you're going to need is some roof-to-wall flashing at the bottom of that. Okay. It, no matter if it's copper or uh, galvanized. The steps okay. is one. That's kind of the, the makeup. It looks good. Yeah. But you've got to have the roof-to-wall up under there. Okay. Man, you might and, not show and, every step. And, Jim, th- there are no nails in this flashing. Okay. All and right, turning those here. corners are very you, tricky. You, your nails go on the on the very end of your flashing, but not through the flashing. Okay. 
Okay. Right. I'm not going right, to talk yeah. about it, but I would love to get a follow-up to see how that comes out. Right. Because <laughs> you know, this is tricky. Well, Jim, I'm really impressed because uh, it seems like uh, and Java mentioned this in my ear a few minutes ago. <laughs> Dude's confident. Yeah. And, hey. and, you know, and that may help. A, a, very good, a very good friend of mine 25 years ago stepped through his ceiling. I've told this story more than once. He steps through his ceiling. He goes. He goes to the big box store. Mm-hmm. He gets a, a two or three foot square piece of sheetrock. Right. He buys some sheetrock tools. Mm-hmm. He buys some mud. Right. He's never done this in his life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, along with a twelve pack of beer. Right. The guy teaches Floats better. Yeah. yeah. The guy <laughs> teaches himself. True story. The guy teaches himself how to patch sheetrock. This has been twenty twenty five years ago. This is the only job he's had for the last 20 years. Unbelievable. He is very, very good at it. Ah. He can patch a sheetrock in your home, and you will never find the patch. Really? Now, he, he's, he charges for it. <laughs> well, he should it, if he's it, the guy. It is worth every single penny that you pay him. Wow. That's amazing. So, so people so can Jim, learn some big, hard Jim, skills like that. Carry on, man. You're liable to call us next year, and all you're doing is chimney flashing. There's right. good money in That's it. Right. And it's neat. There you go. All right, Bill's on the line, and uh, he's got a question about load-bearing walls. We talked about this last week. What's going on, Bill? Yeah, I got a, a low. Well, it's a night, early 1990s Jim Walters home. Uh-huh. And I'm sure that the center wall be, goes down through the center of the house as a load-bearing wall because the rafters and joists run across of it. Okay, and it's sitting, on, it's sitting on top of it where they split. Right. Right, right. Okay. Not pretty much the center. And then there's like a little hallway off of the living room, and I'm sure they're both probably load-bearing. But when you get across the entranceway and then across the span of the kitchen, which it's a little, I don't know what they call them, little narrow kitchens. I can't mm-hmm. remember what they Galley. At, at galley, yeah. It's like that. And now I don't know. If they, they've got like about a half a dozen two by fours nailed together, Ooh. and I don't know if they if they nailed them to the choices so that they can go from the end of the load bearing wall at the hallway to the outside wall across there. Is that is that what they did? Probably hipped it up. Well, what what you're doing, you're transferring the load down to the slab, down to the ground. Right. So, where you have a window, where you have a door opening, you're going to have a header above that. The header transfers the load down to the legs of your opening, mm-hmm. and that's probably where they doubled up the two-by-fours, correct? Well, they, up in the attic, they've got like a half a dozen of them nailed together to make like a beam, and, and it runs across the Oh, okay. That's, that's the, okay, okay. Um, yeah, it laying horizontal. Correct. Okay. Correct. Right. Okay. There's not a lot of load bearing under that, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, I, it'll be the legs. But. You know, I think okay, the. Okay, so so the basic the basic thing is the kitchen's probably, I don't know, eight feet wide, seven and a half feet wide, or something. Mm-hmm. It's like it's small, you know, and so that's what they did to take up because there's no load bearing wall across that part, right? Well, we're not going to say that here on the air because I don't want you swinging a hammer based on what we're saying. Do do we have the question yet? Yeah, the question is the wall between the kitchen and the hallway. There's like a little entranceway there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to take it out and make it all kitchen. Okay. You know, you know. I want to make sure that if I take out that wall, as long as there's a good anchor for the end of them 
that beam that they made, or if I put a post in there, that the ceiling's not gonna, the roof is not gonna. Well, now your your lumber yard can can engineer um, that opening for you and tell you what size material you need for that. Because, because you're going you're going to do in for lack of better words you're going to create a larger cased opening. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the kitchen's going to be expanded. There's like you, a three and a half foot uh, entrance way. Right. For for what purpose? I don't know. Whoever built that was like stupid. They thought the skinny kitchen was going to be good. I don't know. <laughs> you, <laughs> don't you, work for me. If if you're going to take out a load bearing wall, you have to transfer the load down to the. Down to the slab, down to the ground, conventional or slab. Yeah. Okay, I, I understand that. I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not thinking this wall is load bearing though, because the wall I'm talking about between the hallway and the kitchen runs the same way as the joists. Right. Well, so. uh, Bill, one of the things also to think of, and a lot of people think about the load bearing walls and bringing it down and what they have to do. Never count out the idea of doing a column. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because that's real easy. You can you you can simply wrap what's currently there in something pretty. You know what I'm saying? And get rid of the rest thought, of the wall. Yeah, I thought about doing that. I didn't. I I don't know if my wife's going to go for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, she got this open thing. Been watching too many flippers on TV. But right. Right. Got this open concept now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, those are a couple of things you can do. I think. What did you say about the wood place there? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, you can call your lumber yard. They will engineer that beam for you. T- tell them how much you're spanning. There you go. That's nice. All right. It's time for us to take our first break for the hour. Today, we want to hear from you. What home improvement projects are you working on to DIY or not DIY, if that is the question? Give us a call, and we'll let you know what we think. Also, we'll talk about uh, what you need to replace in your windows in your home if it's time for that. Call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers, look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org underwriting for more information. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, we've uh, been taking some calls today and if you want to get yours in, and by the way, folks, it doesn't always have to be um, like quantum physics, like the past couple of calls, you can call and ask how to replace a doorknob or right. how to paint a wall or, yeah. you know, I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. We, we'll do even the smaller stuff here. So 877-MPB-RING. And you don't have to be, you don't have to feel dumb about that question because at some point I've goofed up what you're trying to do. Hey, I can give you some advice. Unless you know the answer, there's no dumb question. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, we've been talking uh, today that we're going we're to speak about windows. And just like anything when it comes to DIY, especially if you've not done that fix before, it takes a little confidence. And, uh, you know, those windows are a little... There, there is, sometimes when you've got to replace a window, it looks daunting because it looks like something that came with the house. Well, it did. Mm. Uh, so the issue is, can I take it out 
and then can I put another one back in there? Absolutely, and it's easier than that chimney flashing. It, it yes. is. It yes. is. Especially okay. on the ground. Yes, right. So, um, and and it's just so that we know what we're talking about, I, I wanted to put this out there because I thought, you know, we might be discussing Windows and people not understand the terms that are used regularly. So here, here okay. we go. Flashing, flashing, and when speaking of Windows, that's what we're talking about. Flashing is like a tape that is used to weatherproof the house. This may or may not have been used when Windows were initially installed because it wasn't, wasn't code back in the day, uh, but should definitely be considered when replacing Windows now. Uh, yes. The frame, the window frame is the head, the jams, and the sill that make up the exact opening where the window sash will fit. Window frames are available in a variety of uh, different materials, including wood, clad wood, aluminum, vinyl, fiberglass, uh, sash. All right. The sash is just the frame that holds the piece of glass that would be the window or the uh, portion of the window where the glass is contained. So it's just the little, the little pieces that hold the glass in. Shims. Shims are small little wedges. It says here of wood. But I wouldn't use that on your window. Uh, small wedges of wood that are used to fill small gaps in between windows and their casings. The reason why I said I wouldn't use those wood shims is because this is a window. They're going to get wet. Uh, there are different kind of shims to use now, if you're going to get a lot of wet. You're supposed to use those shims when, when squaring it up on the inside of your frame. Right. They're supposed to be covered up. Right. Shim, yeah, shims just uh, move things to just be in the place they're supposed plane. to be. And, and hold it while you uh, screw it in or nail it yes. in or whatever. So, all right, uh, let's go ahead and go to the phone real quick. Chris is on the line in Mobile. What's going on, Chris? Yeah, hi. Um, I'm moving out of a rental house I've been in for a year, and I put a few uh, things in the wall, mounting televisions and mm-hmm. pictures, and uh, I want to be able to cover those holes up. Um, you know, I can use putty just fine, but... How would I go about matching the paint so I don't have to paint the whole wall? Oh, wow. This is this is neat. Um, okay, is there anywhere that you have um, that paint on a wall that, that you might be able to peel a chip off? Definitely, I, yes. Definitely, yes. Oh, well, this is going to yeah. be easy then. It's real easy. Uh, you take that chip. You know, try to get try to get a piece that's, I don't know, about an inch, you know, at least about a quarter, yeah. at least. Uh, get yourself a piece of that paint. Take it by a paint store. Um, give it to them and say, "I need to match this dead on if I can." Sure. And and in a few minutes, they'll give you a bucket of paint. Yeah. Now, right. And, uh, let would me you be able to do smaller amounts of paint because sure. I probably don't need more than a quart. Yeah. It's you know, cost uh, thing. another thing you can do, Chris, is uh, call your landlord. Um, I would almost bet. That they have the paint for for your home. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes, yeah, smart. Because yeah, they're probably painting all the walls the same color. Yes, right. In all of their rental properties. Mm-hmm. So and they got a big bucket of cheap paint. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they'll probably yeah. give it to you. Yeah. I, I would yeah. if you're renting from me. I'm going to give it to you. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so heck, if you'll paint it, I'll give you the paint. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. I'll even go buy it. Right. So. All right, Chris. Hope that helps, man. Very much. Thank you. Yes, sir. 
Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. I have a very basic question here that came from email, but is is like a very perfect question to start with when you're talking about your windows. Uh, Jim emailed in. He said, I'm thinking of getting new windows. The house was built in 59 and has metal frames uh, with steel. glass. Yeah. Steel, Any, yeah. Any suggestions as to the type of windows? Yeah. Uh, so this is this is the thing is that if obviously if you're looking at a home that has older steel yeah. or aluminum framed windows, uh, guys, what do you think should be an option to look at? I would definitely go back with a vinyl virgin vinyl window. That is your best value. What does virgin vinyl window mean? Virgin vinyl is simply, um, it is not recycled um, vinyl. What, what, what happens when we recycle vinyl? We get a blue hue to it. Uh-huh. So the virgin vinyl uh, has never been recycled, and it's, and it's a true color. Uh, so I would definitely go with a virgin vinyl window. The steel window is a little bit difficult to get out. Um, yeah. Nothing that a grinder won't won't take care of. Uh-huh. Now, if it's aluminum, there's a little bit different technique. But um, um, you you want to talk about aluminum or? Well, uh, you know, I can tell you that that. Uh, well, yeah, aluminum. What what do you feel? Like? Yeah, um, aluminum, a little bit different technique. Take a heat gun and um, heat heat the uh, heat the panes up get the glass out of there so you don't cut yourself mm-hmm. then you can collapse your aluminum um, if you're going back in brick order your new window quarter inch smaller all the way around if you're going back in siding simply pull your siding off the new window fits in great right and uh, uh, order them without nailing fins okay now I will say on those aluminum windows they kind of <clears throat> Pre-bend and break off, you know, just right. Yeah, but get your glass out first. Yeah. Uh, so, so you don't, so you don't end up cutting yourself. As again, you know how I always say that I've, I've, I've done this wrong one time at least. Yeah. Uh, I can we, tell you, all of us yeah. in taking an aluminum window out, I absolutely shattered every pane on the way. Right. Yeah. That, that's why we take the window out first. Take right. the glass out first. Yes. Right. And I had no idea that that was it. So yeah, I'm like, right. oh, okay. Well, that looks easy. Yeah. You know, get and, out the crowbar. And it's not safety glass. It will cut you. No, you're right. Oh, yes. You're right. That's a guillotine. So, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to John and Mobile. You're replacing glass in a wood-framed window. How are you doing, John? Nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning. morning. Uh, hope everybody's had their coffee. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm, I've got an old house, um, and I'm replacing a glass that's broken in one of the wood frame windows. In removing that, after removing that glass, should I treat that wood mullions with uh, tongue oil or anything prior to reinstalling the new glass? That's the question. Interesting. That would change some... Uh, uh, I, I don't think so. You're doing a putty glazed window... That's correct. A uh, little bit of art there, a little bit of technique, right? Right. To, to make that thing look nice. Um, yeah. But no, I don't. I don't think you're going to do any tongue I think you're going to take your time, uh, remove all of the old putty glaze, and then try to get your new putty glaze in there as smooth as you can, because that's that's the prettiness that mm-hmm. that's going to make your window look right. Well, let me ask: Is this an? Is this an? Did you say this is a? Uh, what, 
let's see, this is off of a wall that faces what direction? I've got various windows. I've got south facing. I've got oh, okay. north facing. I, I realize that the north facing is basically a shaded area. But I also right. have windows reworking the south of the house, which which sees the sun. Uh, in those windows, the windows are still intact, but I, the caulking is is weathered. Should I remove all that caulking, or just putting over the? The existing caulking, knocking out what what's loose, and then reusing um, the uh, the existing <clears throat> caulk. What's the what's the direction there? Is it dried up and crackly and crumbly? And in certain areas, yes. But then, yes, not, you need to get rid of it. Take that old uh, yeah I'm, old I'm, stuff out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm <clears throat> going to agree. Get get that because you want a good bun. Get the, yeah, get that as clean as you can. You're, you're going to end up with a with a nicer looking job if you can remove it. And the reason, too, uh, they got those little window clamps that hold the paint in place. You know, don't cheat that step. Okay. You, you take a screwdriver or something, just push the little clamps in to hold your, your glass in, and then you um, glaze it. Right. I, the reason why I asked about where the windows were was because, Jeff, let me ask, do you need to, and, and, and either one of you guys, somebody chime in here, because they're wood windows, does he need a particular kind of weather to do this in? Because it, they're going to expand and contract because they're wood. Not that much. And what about what about yeah. humidity? No, the the pain the pain is yeah the pain's going to be close enough. I mean, it's going to be cut small enough to where uh, the, the, I don't think that's going to be a factor. It, it's just slow work. It's slow, right. tedious yes. work. Be careful. Um, that is one of the most expensive windows you can buy today. It's called a uh, TDL. A true divided light, and um, it, meaning each pane is a is an individual piece of glass. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, on a newer model, they'll have that solid glass with the uh, wood grid in. Yeah, it. that's a, that's called a simulated divided light. Right. Um, it's so an old school. It's old school. <laughs> you, you, you are dealing with a with a TDL, yeah. true true divided light, and uh, very very nice window. Just take your time, and you you can yeah. you'll make it look look very nice. Take that three and one, some gloves, and a little brush. Get there it out of there. All right, you know what? When we come back, we're going to be talking. Uh, I've got an email here from Beth. We're going to talk about uh, about some window replacement. It's time for another break, and if you want to join today's show, give us a call at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline.org. We're talking about how and if you should DIY replacing your windows. Stay tuned for more tips and advice. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. Okay, got an email right before the break, and I wanted to go over this. Beth sent an email and said, okay, we are building a new home. Jeff, this is right up your alley. We're building a new home and want to put wood on the ceiling in the den. It's probably uh, 20 feet or more high. What mm. thickness of wood would work best and what species? Wow. That's specific. Anybody want to give that a whirl? Overhead, I would say at least, um, you know, you don't want those three-quarter boards, you know, something heavy like that. So definitely a, a little quarter pound, quarter 
quarter, uh, inch and a quarter, I mean, a uh, quarter inch, you know, paneling, something right. like that. What are you thinking? Yeah, you know, it depends on the look. Uh, in new houses today, we're going to use a one by a, uh, a, a one by six, and it's going to be cypress. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's going to be um, three quarter thick, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's typically what we're going to make the tray ceiling out of in your master bedroom. Okay, so and so stain it for cypress. You're going to go three quarters and yeah. well, stain it's, it. it's a one by, but yeah, it's right, right, a, tr- right. a true three quarter, right. All right. Um, okay. and, it's, and it's tongue and groove, V-groove. Right. Um, and then you can also do the beaded, the old school beaded. Looks oh, yeah. real good. Yeah. And uh, put that on your porch ceilings, but nothing wrong with uh, uh, on the inside doing your ceilings with that. There you go. Yeah, old shipwreck plank. Yeah, yeah. That does look good, too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Gail and uh, Soso. You got aluminum windows that won't stay raised up. Are you with us, Gail? <laughs> yeah. Okay, is this like, where's so-so? Yeah, where is that? Is that North Gail, you with us? Yes. Where, where is so-so, Mississippi? Well, I don't actually live in so-so. I actually live in Hebron, which is between Laurel and Collins. Okay. That is fantastic, nice. Gail. We definitely <laughs> want to help you with your question. What yeah. do you got going on? I have aluminum windows in my sunroom. And I don't know what happened, but most of them will not stay up when they're raised. Yeah. I have to have to prop them up with something. Hmm. Well, so mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know how how easy that is to fix. I don't, you know, I don't know if the, somebody there's, that does windows can come out here and fix that. Or I there's a there's, there's a little spiral. Um, balance uh, in that window that keeps it up. Mm-hmm. Now, do not take this the wrong way, Gail. Um, you want to get away from that aluminum window. Okay. Aluminum windows are outdated. They, the um, insulation value on aluminum windows is a negative number. Um, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, it's not as efficient as... No, and, they're, and aluminum windows today are expensive. Because there's no demand for them, so let's get rid of the vi- let's get rid of the aluminum windows and go with vinyl. Oh, okay. Yeah, if that's a possibility, Gail, yeah, that is absolutely the way to go. Okay, this is in my sunroom. I have a lot of windows in here. Well, I know you do, but, and but they is they there a certain brand. Well, yeah. Um, I like silver line, but I like butter pecan ice cream too. So right, yeah, it's you know, it, 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 what 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 you want to look at in a vinyl window is a virgin vinyl window. There's a lot of manufacturers out there that make a quality window, and they're not expensive. The, this is the thing. The one of the reasons, Gail, we wanted to do this show today is because I, like most people, uh, I guess based on. I guess commercials we've seen all our life or something like that, that, that make us think that changing the windows on your home are, is going to be, you know, more than a luxury car to, yeah. to do. You know? like a mortgage. Yeah. Right. So, so, but it, it's really, it doesn't have to be Gail. It's not as expensive as most people put it at. Um, we talked about this. So, so how many, uh, like, uh, windows would typically be in a 2000 square foot home? 
Hmm. Ideas? Uh, maybe about 11 to 15. Yeah, somewhere. Okay. So, so what would you say if they were standard windows that, you know, what would you say an average per window cost just for the material? Couple hundred bucks, two two fifty range. Okay, do you hear that, Gail? For a nice yeah. vinyl window. Yeah, nice vinyl window. You're looking at about two fifty. Okay, and then and then a couple hundred to get the other one out and the other one put in. So now let's round it to five hundred bucks a window. And these are rough, rough numbers. Okay, right. So are you still saving? Oh, yeah. Well, compared to, and also you're going to get uh, better efficiency in your home by a long shop. I'm not even sure if you can buy parts for an aluminum window anymore. Mm -hmm. I I know getting the aluminum window is tough. And and a lot of times those spring-loaded aluminum windows, Mm -hmm. once you get it um, crooked one time and the spring pops loose, that's it. It's it's not going to function right anymore, so... She can either need some uh, decorative sticks or some of those little window clamps. <laughs> you know. Decorative stick. You know, because once they pop, that's it. That's I don't right. know how you're going right. to reload that. All right. right. All right, Gail, thanks a lot. We appreciate it, and I hope that helps out. I think one of the one of the words of the day is, is uh, if you got aluminum, move on. Is there a song about so-so Mississippi? I don't know. I think there is. Could be. We can make one. I, I honestly think there's a song about mm-hmm. it. Got an email here, uh, and uh, I have some storm windows that have developed. Uh oh, she uses the bad word here. I have some storm <laughs> windows that have developed mold and mildew on the wood between the exterior and interior walls. Mm. What treatment is needed before repainting, and what are the chances of it reoccurring? That window needs where's sealing. The, where's the mold? It says on the wood between the exterior and interior windows. So this may be what were you talking about? A true and a oh a true a TDL, yeah, true mm-hmm. true divided light. Window. And what was the other one? Um, simulated divided. Simulated, light. which is SDL. the one where they just have the sticks in the window that kind of look like they're individual windows. That's right. But, yeah. That's right. And some can be between the glass. Mm-hmm. Some can be on the inside. Maybe um, that's what she's talking about. Well, I have to agree with Dale on this one. It sounds like we've got some, um, there's some leakage around the windows or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, Either it wasn't flashed properly or it's, the seal is broken, like the caulking and things like that. The top of that window is very important. Um, a lot of people don't realize the window really needs sealing. Well, and, and you can have the best window in the world if you don't seal it. It doesn't matter. That's right. You're still yeah. going to get wet in the and air. No and seals. They are uh, subtracting that. You know, you need to um, check them every two years. And they would dry depend, up on you. If it's in siding, you need a piece of head flashing above that window mm-hmm. uh, that gets the gets the rainwater off of it. And if you don't have any hangover over your house, that's dangerous. You know, no cunnish, things like that. It helps right them to out. move the water. Yes. All right. So one of the things we wanted to do today is talk about is putting your are, are putting your windows in is or putting your windows in is that a DIY thing? Is that something that that people can do? Normal people. I think it is. Sure. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Is this a okay? Well, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and give up this ghost. I did this before. <laughs> this is a two person job, folks. It is. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I did it with just me. It's a two person job. Yeah. 
Yeah. And oh, what yeah. I mean by that is it, not because anything is specifically difficult, but you're working with a larger, heavy you're, thing. You're, you know. and, and you've got to get the old one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to get the new one put back in before dark. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. You know, or rain. Or rain. I got called in the rain. Um, yeah. And there's, there's a lot of different techniques. You can take what's called a fine tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people call them a um, multi-tool. Yeah, multi-tool. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you can cut the nails off of your inside of that window and leave your trim on the sheetrock so you never remove that trim. Oh, yeah, in some cases. In some cases. Huh. And then remove your trim from the outside if it's on siding. Right. That's going, that's going to reveal... Your nailing fin. Yes. At yes. that point, take a take a, a, a bar, take a not a pry bar, but mm-hmm. a um, nail like bar. a flat nail a nail, yeah nail puller. Pull those nails out, and that window should slide right out. It's exactly what happened on mine. Yeah. When I then, took the window out of my home, it, it, it I pulled the the. Uh, by the way, I did break all the glass because I used yeah. a pry bar improperly. But <laughs> but you can go but in you, there. You learned on the second one. I did. I did learn on the second one. Well, I gotta say, you know how other people are like really afraid of like snakes and spiders. Right, right, Mine's right. glass. I know that sounds really weird, but glass kind of freaks me out. So when that happened, anyway. So you pull the pry bar, and uh, and those nails come out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, folks, after that, I did have to run a utility knife around the outside where someone had caulked around the windows yep. properly. They did yep. the right thing. So I went back, and I cut all that out. And, folks, it just came out in my hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason why this is a two-man job is because you got the inside and the outside. Right. And you can't be on both sides. No, no. If you're on the inside and the window's falling out, it's gone. Right. And then if you can, if you do remove your trim on the inside, that's going to reveal your rough framing mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. And if there's not insulation between the window frame and the two-by-four, put it. let's put some insulation <laughs> there. Now, be, be be real careful with this. Don't run to the big box store and get the... Um, Expansion foam. Expansion foam <laughs> without stopping and pausing for a minute. And, mm-hmm. and less is better in this situation. Especially with expansion foam. <laughs> you can ruin that window. Uh, folks, expansion foam, will it increases in size. I, I don't even know what the percentage is, but it is immense. Well, yeah, and they, and they make two kinds. They make, a, um, they make one that doesn't expand as much. Mm-hmm. Low expansion, I think, is the name of it. It's a higher density, though. Yeah. Um, so do, do a little bit of thinking, do a little bit of reading, but it is definitely something the homeowner can do. There you go. Some of the tools that you might need when you do this, by the way. Oh, if you want to give us a call, it's 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. The tools that you might want to have around. These are the things that you definitely want to have around when you're replacing a window. Let's start first on safety. Safety glasses. Yes. Remember, you're working with uh, you're working with all kinds of things here, folks. Not just glass. You're also working with this caulk. You have no idea what's behind. When you pull that window out, you could be exposed to any sort of uh, wood Asbestos. or uh, you could be exposed to the uh, the insulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so so you definitely want safety glasses, um, and those those are you know fairly cheap. So you can get those. A couple up here. Caulk gun. Also, another you know two dollar and fifty cent item. 
that that you definitely need waterproof shims this is what we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. if you go to the big box store you'll see a big rack of these things called shims and they look like small or they look like really really thin long door stoppers you know, it's shaped like that. It's a wedge, right, you know. Right, right. And uh, but a lot of them are made for are, are not not made with the best wood in the world. They're just made for the project of getting the window in there. Yeah, so just you, spacing it. Right. And you can use a different kind, which is uh, they now make more of a uh, ABS plastic sort of uh, shim that you can use that obviously is weather resistant. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, a tape measure. Folks, there's yes. no greater tool in your toolbox than your tape measure. And if you see any contractor worth their salt walk in your uh, house to to get an estimate and they don't have one on them, turn them around. Turn them around. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a level. You know, like a little bubble level kind yes. of thing. And, and, and it's, I can tell you, me personally working with one, uh, get one that's, that's a good size. Instead Have you of the ever little... seen a crooked window put in? That is awful. Yeah, it's you know, awful. If it's not square, it'll mess with your eyes. Yeah, bad. you think a picture on your wall looks terrible. You know, the window <laughs> even worse. Uh, a hammer to use liberally on this project. Yeah. No? Yeah. You need a yeah. hammer? Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody's kind of with the wrong face. Kind of scared. Hammer. Right. I'm listening. Uh, okay. A power drill screwdriver. Is is always uh, useful. Mm-hmm. A hand screwdriver because you remember you're going to get down to some fine right. tuning here. There, mm-hmm. um, a putty knife is important. A utility knife, and by the mm-hmm. way, both of those things can be found right by the sheetrock in most of the stores. You know, mm-hmm. you can find that right there. Uh, a utility knife that you find those just about anywhere in the world is basically just a, a, a carpet blade or a razor blade, something of that nature. That you, you know what we're talking about. And a small pry bar. I, of course, I used, you know, this giant, enormous thing that broke off the glass of my window. But you do need that pry bar. Yes. So there you go. We're going to take a break real quick. Uh, it's time for our last break of the hour. If you still have time to get your home improvement question answered this morning, when we come back, we'll try to wrap up this uh, how to DIY replacing your windows. So call us with your questions, comments at uh, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, and here with contractor Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. And uh, we're replacing windows today. We've got a couple of questions coming in. So Delane is on the line in Meridian. He's got a question about changing windows. You with us, Delane? I am. Okay. So what? what's your question? Yes, I'm about to change my windows. My husband thinks it's going to be horribly expensive and we won't be able to afford it. Right. And, uh, uh, well, what does he know? We've addressed this question. That's right. It's going to make a big difference, though, I think, because the color of the white that we have is just you know, not uh, bringing out 
the color in our home. Uh huh. So I want to change colors. Plus, I want to have better insulation. Mm hmm. And uh, hey, hey, Delane, lead with that. You know, the insulation great. portion. What have you yeah, decided? What color you're going with? Uh, the black instead of the white. Oh my God! What? Is oh. that? Is that? Is that not as good as the white one? No, you just scared no, us to death, no, Jeff. No, no, Delane. The um, the black window is great. The only problem with it, it is twice the cost. Really? Oh, really? So, you know, sometimes even more. They are oh. now. Are they beautiful windows? Absolutely. Uh, they're just expensive. Um, Can you get like a cream color or something in the middle? Sure, <laughs> yeah. She uh, but, but, but anyway, look, that's you didn't call for that question, so so continue. And, uh, yes, I need to have better insulation, and also there's water at the top of the window seat for the window inside the bedroom. It's yep, like drops of water, like that's right. That's right. It cools up at the top, middle, and the bottom of the window. Seal is broken. Seal's broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so well, what? it sounds to me that if you don't get your pretty new windows, you might need to get windows anyway. Yes. Okay, well, that's what I'm thinking because it's going to ruin the wood in my house. There you go. Well, there, sure it is. Like I said, lead with that with the hubby, that, okay. that the entire house will fall to the ground in no time unless you replace <laughs> these windows immediately. And it does happen. No, you, you are, you're definitely on the right track getting new windows. It's just the black is the latest and greatest, and everybody wants it, and it's expensive. So. Okay. All right. Can you tell me the best make of windows? Go ahead. I, I like Silverline. I really do. Okay. Um, so. If, if, American Crown. If I'm going with a vinyl window now, now, you know, you, you Anderson makes a vinyl window. They make a nice wood window. Um, and it's kind of uh, it's, it's it's a very good window. It's not overly expensive. So there do, you go. Do do your homework. There's a lot of good window manufacturers out there. Do do your homework. There you go. Thanks, Elaine. All right, uh, running out of time here, so let's go on to Bert in Ridgeland. Uh, so you were mentioning that there was a homemade stud finder that we talked about a few weeks ago, Bert. Uh, you're talking about my shaver. Yes, yes. Bert, are you what? with us? You there, Bert? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm talking about what? The, were you talking about a stud finder? Well, yeah, somebody called in and had a, had a life hack uh, stud finder. Yes, sir. You need Which that. what? That was your electric shaver. Oh, that's right. That's right. The vibration. Right. All right. While I was in the hold, I had another question. Okay. Um, whether it's shower door or or uh, uh, wall windows, anything that I can get the water stains off. Oh of boy, it. that's a sixty-four thousand dollar question. Right. That 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 hard water stain. Mm-mm. Ask Grandma, I guess. Is this I, a, I don't know. Maybe kills. Well, well, no. SOS isn't doing it. No, he's oh. trying to get the hard water scum off of the glass. Is it oh. something like vinegar or something? I know it's a hand trick. I don't right know, there. man. There's You're not the first one that's run into that. All right, we need the world's greatest like life that. hacker for cleaning this sure. to call us real quick. Sure. Save us some money because I always or just replace some email. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate it, Bert. But yeah, that stud finder thing. Uh, Java, did you go home and check that stud finder thing? Did you ever try it out? The the razor across the wall. 
Now, I didn't try that out, but I was just going to comment on Bert for uh, stumping the panel. Oh, oh, he didn't stump the panel. Jeff, any any last thoughts about being stumped by this gentleman? Well, I, I don't know how to get the hard water stain off the shower door. Well, it was a hard game, and we tried our hardest. We'll bill you for a new one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bert, we're not in the cleaning. I'm going to go ahead and just say scrub harder. All right, folks, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions uh, from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech, with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.